Hey folks, thanks for joining us today and tuning into End of the Night, our podcast spotlighting boundary-pushing creatives across the country. This is the first episode of many, and I am so excited you're here. My hope is to pull back the curtain on how the best celebrations come to be and the creative minds who make it special. I'm Cassie Anderson, owner and creative director of Cassie Rose Events, and I've been producing milestone celebrations from coast to coast for over a decade. Every celebration reminds me of the creative team's remarkable contributions, working hard behind the scenes to make sure that every detail weaves effortlessly together for an unforgettable experience. End of the Night was inspired by that buzz felt between colleagues after the parties wrapped when we're sharing stories about life and business over brunch or maybe a glass of bubbly. I first worked with Chris and Julie Neubauer in 2016, and from that moment on, I have been wowed by the cutting-edge creativity they bring to the table. They are the founders and truly the visionaries behind Yonder Design. Yonder is a luxury graphic design and event branding firm that specializes in creating unique, highly tactile pieces that often combine a variety of materials and production methods. They just relocated from San Francisco to Tahoe, where they're building their family and the next generation of their company. I don't know how else to say it other than that their branding work is truly the crescendo of the guest experience. From save the dates and invitations and websites to large signage and menus and gift boxes and other collateral, they design pieces that are not only noticed and remembered, but are also saved for years to come. Tune into our conversation as we chat about what a successful husband and wife partnership means to them in life and in business, the inspiration for their work, and so much more. Also, for those of you who may be in need of a cocktail, take a peek at our episode post for Chris and Julie's Spanish gin and tonic recipe. It is absolutely delish. I would love to hear a little bit about how you got into graphic design and event branding. Well, Chris doesn't have any background in any of that. So I'm kind of the star of the show. (laughs) I'm definitely the star of the show. Except no one knows it. Everyone thinks I'm the master designer and the one who has all these ideas because I deal with the clients. I talk to the people. Julie's kind of in her little high castle locked away. (laughs) So for many years, people didn't even know Julie existed. I actually had a client who wanted to talk to Chris. And when I told them that they were going to talk to me, they wanted to reschedule. And I was like, no, 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 you've been upgraded. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I owe like my artistic skills to my family and especially my Nana, who is a painter and my mom, who is an art teacher. They really kind of fostered those skills early on. And my mom would attend all these art classes with me as a vice chaperone because I was the youngest in a lot of these classes. And a chaperone because you were painting like nude models. Probably. Yes. <laughs> I was going to ask, why do you need a chaperone for these? What kind of, what kind of classes are these? Figure drawing classes. <laughs> there it classes. is. There it is. I have some follow-up questions, but continue. Anyways, (laughs) I started taking college courses in high school, then decided that that's what I wanted to do. So I found a program at Syracuse that focused in graphic design, environmental design, packaging, branding. And then the event design came about because Chris and I met through Shannon Leahy Events, and we started helping her and just saw that everything was kind of being ordered on Etsy. Mm -hmm. There was this huge need for this branding for events, signage to the icons that were used being stationary. And so we started creating a business from from that, just sort of developed into invitations and day of items. Yeah, Yeah, we said I had no background. I'm joking. I was being short Most of the time, I'm used to it. You were on your book. (laughs) (laughs) 
She's like, I was the editor of your book. Thank you very much. I was. <laughs> I was the editor of your book as well, middle school and high school. No, but prior to Yonder, um, I my background was in magazine publishing. So I was familiar with print processes and paper and ink and those things. So that translated pretty well to what we do today. And so how would you say it sort of plays out on a day-to-day basis working together as a married couple, sharing a business from both obviously like a division of labor standpoint, but also just for you guys, how do you how do you shut it off? How do you sort of have work time, family time when it's, you know sometimes might feel like one in the same. It's all mixed it's together. All mixed. We had it's a really long hallway at our original office. So Chris would be at one end and I would be at the other end. So there's enough distance to keep the peace. <laughs> no, I think I think keeping keeping the peace. We always use the phrase uh, working as a team, even if we're, we're arguing, it's, you know, same team. Mm-hmm. We always have a quote, um, an Emerson quote that I feel like kind of has kept us sane throughout finishing each day and being done with it and moving on, you know, letting tomorrow be a new day. It's gotten easier over time, I'd say. It was it was rough uh, in the in the mm-hmm. earlier years. Yeah, we figured it out. It's a lifestyle choice, you know, being mm-hmm. together. Yeah. I'd rather get to see him every day than only get to see him for like an hour every day. You know, it's he's my my partner, my teammate. <laughs> oh my god, you guys are so cute. I wish everyone could see that little that little exchange, right? We there. don't really do yeah. that in public. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, well, you guys touched on this a little bit already. Julie, you mentioned how there was sort of like this need in the market for some of these more custom, just really high-end branding opportunities for these events. And I know over the years, you guys have worked with all sorts of materials on all sorts of projects. And I would love to know if you have an all-time favorite. I think my favorite was probably six or seven years ago with acrylic and moss. Bride was really, really open to interesting things. And really, by ABC Home yeah, and Carpet. Yeah, ABC Home and Carpet in New York. And we'd been out there uh, just a few months prior and just she loved neon accents and strokes. And we were able to bring everything in together in kind of a just a miraculous way that was not overdone. They just done a post uh, or a photo shoot with moss on a table and ceramic and acrylic. And that was where the, the inspiration came from. So we wanted to blend the natural element with a modern element. Hints of neon yeah. splatter paint and what else was there? A neon stitching. Stitching. Yeah, it was just, it was really cool. That's really cool. I know you guys draw inspiration from everywhere and in like the most bizarre places sometimes. But I'm curious, how does your design process typically work? Where are you drawing inspiration? And how does that tend to sort of go from in those creative minds onto materials? I would say like our inspiration comes from a lot, a lot of travel and going to art shows or art museums, even like small interior design shops. So it depends on the location and it depends on the event. But I would say some of these ideas I get, I take a photo, I keep it in the back of my pocket and some day down the road, I find the client. I'm like, oh, this is the perfect idea for this client. A lot of the stuff is his. I mean, we have a lot of historical references and cultural references that make sense for certain venues. And I think just being aware of your surroundings and traveling quite a bit. Uh, in Mexico City, we went to a museum and they had like this beautiful rope design and these shells etched and the Mayan ruins or the numbers. So it's kind of trying to find those things or history and blending that into the design and what the 
the guests and the clients will be in, you know, encountering. So it really does. The designs do tell some kind of story or there's a reason we're putting different elements in certain designs based on kind of our own experiences and yeah. travels and research into certain cultures. Sort of the, the intentionality and the, um, just the significance of place. I think particularly when you've got a destination wedding or even when you've just got a your hometown that you're looking to showcase in a way that maybe people haven't seen before. I think that that's a really interesting launching off point. And then obviously you guys are incorporating so many other things into it as well. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, we were talking about this before. Like someone says, oh, we're inspired by or we wedding in San Francisco. Let's do something with the Golden Gate Bridge. Like That's as trite as you can get. Like the, mm-hmm. not going to do that. But we could take inspiration from that and look at some of the metal being used uh, on that incorporated. Look at rivets that are used in the bridge construction. Look at shadows created from uh, the pylons or the suspension cables. Um, it's something that, that takes that inspiration but isn't overly done before. Yep. Well, and one of the things that I love working with you guys also is the way that you are able to sort of weave clients' stories into the branding elements too. Like I know one of the projects that we worked on a couple years ago together, part, yeah, and like part of their relationship story and the way that he had proposed was like this whole elaborate, all about like the constellations in the night sky. And you found some really, really fresh and subtle ways to incorporate that part of their story into their branding and their and their collateral. And I love that that's something that you guys do and you do it really, really well. And it's just everything just feels so personal and unique to the clients that you're working with. That's where I say like I had these ideas in, in the back of my head as far as, you know, what I want to do, but it may not apply for another five years until I yep. have that right client. And I'm like, oh, this was meant for you. So Yep. Yep. Okay, you guys, but this is where the real fun begins because we're about to play a little game that I like to call Julie or Chris. I'm going to ask some questions. We face each other in competition. And then I want you guys to tell me who is more likely to do this thing between the two of you. I've also made some preliminary guesses. So I'm very curious to see how I do in this game as well. Okay. And I've written them down so you know I'm not cheating. Are you guys ready to play? Yes. Okay. Who's the one managing your Instagram account? Usually me. Julie. Julie. Who is the first person to hear Brooks when he cries at night? Julie does everything. I don't do a single thing in the yes. night. I don't, I don't get up at all. His excuse is he doesn't have contacts in, so he can't see. So therefore, I'm not going to risk it. Of course, him. I'm so worried that I'm going to drop the baby or something without any, without being able to see. So of course, you should be the one doing that. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give myself the point. I said, Julie, thank you. Who between the two of you is a bigger hoarder? Ooh, that's... We're so, very Marie Kondo. But I hoard design elements. Mm. So I had a difficult time getting rid of mock-ups and going through like uh, art sample, like samples. That We're I talking made. about work things. Julie is the queen hoarder. I I have to go and get rid of stuff. I could, I could see that being difficult though. Like you guys, you literally are in the business of collateral. Like you have a lot of stuff. Say you're at a concert. And the show has commenced and everyone is just really jazzed. This was like the best show anyone's ever seen. And it's clear that a standing ovation is happening. Like you can feel it. Some people have already started standing. Who stands up first? 
Probably me. Yeah, it's me. I don't know. You're kind of a golf clopper. <laughs> really? I'm more of a football fan. Yeah, it's me. You guys, I said Chris. Yes. Julie's <laughs> <laughs> <is> golf clopper. <laughs> Thanks for being good sports. Okay, so my last question for you guys, shifting back to something a little bit more serious, I guess, if any of this is really serious, but this is just such a wild industry that we're in, right? It is like, it is not your typical nine to five. And so I would love to hear from you guys. Why do you do it? What is it about this work that brings you joy and that gets you out of bed in the morning, excited to, to meet another day in this industry? I would say Chris, getting up to work with my best friend, oh, my God, partner. Gag me. Seriously, no. I, I, that, that makes sense. I mean, it's, it's lifestyle, the flexibility, the the ability to work with each other, the ability to travel kind of when we want and plan our life around when events are going to happen. Being able to have a child and be a team together and plan for that, I think there's. I will not work a nine to five. I'll say that. <laughs> and instead, it's I'm going to work twenty four seven. So we've tried to start create boundaries. That's why we say lifestyle, because it's mm -hmm. in every aspect of our life. We go out and we notice errors in fonts and graphics. Like we can't go to a restaurant without Chris critiquing the food presentation and me commenting on the silverware or the, the menu layout. Like it's just hard to kind of shut it out. It's an experience that we just enjoy. But I think our goal is to invest in the community up here and create some jobs and start an office. Um, I'm excited for the changes that are happening for you guys and excited to keep working together. Yeah. Well, thanks for having us on your uh, talk show. <laughs> My game show. It's a game show now. Game show. Game show. <laughs> thanks again for tuning in to End of the Night. You can follow Yonder's work on Instagram at Yonder Design and on the web at yonderdesign.com. Love the conversation? Feel free to share on Instagram and tag at Cassie Rose Events. And if you rate and review on Apple and Spotify, I'd be so grateful. And don't worry, there are a few other episodes to binge while you're here too. So pull up a seat and stay a while. Talk soon.